Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Alright, we on. Yo, yo. Alright, man. So let's get started, man. I know y'all got a lot to yeah. say about Rebar. He's taken over the entire media this last two weeks, and it's pretty much not going to stop. So what's y'all take on it? I don't know if Stan's on here yet, but my take on the whole of our ball, anything is, or at least in the past two weeks, is that he's LeVar Ball and Donald Trump is the president of the United States. And we're talking about a job that guys like Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, George Bush, Senior George Bush Jr., Barack Obama. This is a job that all these very dignified guys have had, and I don't think Trump is one of them. That being said, I don't agree with the Twitter rants and the social media trolling. Um, you know, I think there's a time and place for that, and the president shouldn't be uh, tangled up in that sort of thing. That's what I think about LeVar Ball. So I think that he's private citizen and he has a right to say whatever he wants and the president has also a right to say but he's the president so should he say shit I don't think so I don't know but go ahead okay uh, first of all where is Stanley that's the first question <laughs> dude that's what I'm saying uh, I called him twice and he didn't answer yeah I think he charging his phone shit Okay, well, I know you, you said – there was something else I think you wanted to say about the whole Donald Trump situation. I, I felt like you were going to take, like, more of a political route. I don't know if you still wanted to or not. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Um, sure. Um, actually, I like that. I like that. How many minutes do um, you got, fellas? Sorry, uh, 27. Up, we got 27 I, minutes? Yeah. Okay, good, good. Go ahead, Sam. Go in. Yeah. Okay. What did I catch? What were you guys just talking about? Uh, Basically, basically we just started talking about, uh, like, your take on LeVar Ball, like, taking over the media the last two weeks, and, like, how far gone he's gone. Like, how bad do you think this is? Like, do you think he should have apologized to Trump or, I mean, like, thanked him or whatever? Like, what's your whole take on all this? I'm about to take this pretty deep. Okay. On the surface, when we all all learned about Lonzo, we all saw him play. As a society, we loved his game, and then we saw LeVar. Obviously, there are people that were rooting against him. There are people that were against his whole agenda. And then there were people that genuinely appreciated what he did for his family and what he was providing and what he was doing as a black father. I mean, let, let's be real. We African-American men have not gotten – Obviously, it's been we've we've been looked at wrong in the public eye for parent for fathers that haven't been there for their children, and Lavar has been able to prove 
But he's been able to build something for his family that not a lot of people have been able to do. And now I fear that it's just going to be looked at as negative 10 years from now because he's just been a mess in the media. He's arguing with the president. He's not going to win. He's not going to win this. He's not going to win this war. It's just bad. I mean, and then the fact that he's constantly critiquing the coaches of the Lakers, his son's coach. I mean, it's it's just not a good look. Like, how is – you're not going to win that battle, LeVar, for one. Luke Wallen, like, it's great. Yo, hold on a second. Yo. Hold on, hold, hold on. Okay. Yo, Pat, you on? Yes, sir. Okay, so what were you going to say about this Trump situation? Me? Um, I was just going to say um, kind of what I was saying saying before. uh, I think that LeVar Ball has – I think LeVar Ball and Trump – both have a right to free speech and are allowed to, you know, kind of do in a sense, or I should say, say whatever they want. And I think that, you mm-hmm. know, legally, LeVar doesn't have to say thank you to anyone. Trump doesn't have to, and on the other hand, Trump doesn't have to free his kids. So I think that the issue itself is not, I don't know, I think that it's, I think it's unfortunate that our president in Donald Trump is making something like the bar ball, not thanking him, you know, a big topic rather than mm-hmm. something else. That's, you know, probably more important, like this Senator business that he was, you know, that just seems to be a mess right now. I'm not really sure, but I don't know. I think mm-hmm. that, like I was saying before, also that, um, you know, our president shouldn't be on Twitter. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess he's allowed to, like I said, <laughs> But I mean, it's like again. Yeah. I just said, like the last sentence I just said was like, my president is on Twitter. Like I mean, Barack Obama was on Twitter, but like, I didn't really even yeah. know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, everyone knows that Donald Trump is on fucking Twitter. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I think yeah. that again, Lamar Ball had a better reason and he's a better image of you know not saying. Thank you to Trump rather than Trump scolding LeVar Ball, the president of the United States scolding LeVar Ball, of all people, you know, for not thanking him. So I don't know, man. Yeah, my my bad, you know, I had I had I was a little distracted. But now now we're getting back to the to the main thing at hand. LeVar it's honestly it's it's it seems like he's really in it for himself right now because all he's doing is arguing with with Donald Trump, let's be real. He could have he could have just said, "Yeah, all right, thank you. You got the, you got Leangelo off." But he had to make us he had to make a spectacle out of it. He didn't even have to really acknowledge it, but he came on the air and he's arguing on it. And then within 24 hours, he's sitting there arguing with Luke Walton or trying to make a case against Luke Walton about coaching his son. It just seems too much 
about him. And then he's saying, oh, my son's been away from me for too long. It's like he's trying to take away – He's. it's basically like saying that his the reason why his son is who he is today is basically because of him and him only. And I'm not really – I don't really agree with that whole mindset of it. I think he should just try to let his son – I. It's not healthy for the Lakers organization. I don't think anybody wants LeVar Ball in the media critiquing Luke Walton, the coach. Um, so, so what I think you were talking about just now is, is a, I guess, a separate LeVar Ball issue in a sense. That, yeah, you're, you're talking about, you're you know talking saying, about like, uh, Donald Trump. And we're talking. Yeah, I, I get, I get that now because. No, 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 no. And, and what I'm saying is that, like, like that. I mean, long kind of story short, longer explanation short. Is I, I agree with it in a way, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead, man. No, no, keep going. I'm listening. No, 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 no. no. That was that was basically it. But that. Okay, so let's let's get to the whole Bleacher Report. I, I, I know Stanley alluded to it earlier, but what do y'all think about these uh, these the media basically like feeding off of him? Like, what do y'all think about them letting him just say whatever he wants? Like, they literally are letting a dude who he doesn't even manage them. It's not like he's like their agent or anything like. This is their father, and they're just taking anything that he says, and they're just throwing it out in the media. Like it doesn't matter. Like he's on all the shows. Yeah, that that's the thing because we the media feeds into it because we are the Fox Bleacher Report. I, I think Bleacher Report is the are the main people to blame for mm-hmm. for this because. He he's just in the stands watching his son's game. The Bleacher Report is right there asking him questions. They're inviting him on shows. CNN is having him on. Like they're giving him a platform to speak on anything that he wants to speak on. If he wanted to say fire Lou Walton, he could say that. He has that much power. And I mm-hmm. think that's just negative because he's using that to further his brand, his big baller brand. Instead of, if he really cared about his son, like, there's no way his son truly wants his dad out there controlling everything. But the thing about it is, is that's all he knows. That, that was that's the all correct he knows. word. Like, he, he, that's all he knows. And he, like he's used to his dad controlling the outcome yeah. of everything, so I feel like he's just become, you know, kind of just con- whatever the word is right now. I'm having a blank. Like he's just kind of controlled by it. He's just falling in line of, you know, this is what my dad wants, and and this is cool for me. I'm enjoying it. I'm making millions, and. But his dad is the the kind of the manipulator of it all. He's the puppeteer. It well, and it's kind of I yeah. No, that's right. No, go go. Um, I was just gonna say it's it's like the first time. Just kind of setting up what you were saying, dude. Like it's the first time I feel like that Levar Ball is 
has gone to everything that he's wanted, but he is kind of completely out of control. Like, finally for the first time, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's also kind of the first time that we've seen the volleyball kind of seem weak in a way. I don't know. Like, it's a different tone. It's too much to handle. It's too much. It's a lot, right? Like, again, dude, he got everything that he wanted. And it's like, again, be careful what you wish for, whatever, whatever. Right. His son is, you know, was drafted to the Lakers. You know, but he's, you know, getting criticized left and right. I mean, he is having a good season, no doubt about it. That's another, I guess, separate topic. His middle son, you know, is or was, you know, a UCLA 2B star. But, I mean, for whatever reason. The thing about it, the thing about it is, it seems like, it seems like these, it seems like it's desperate attempts to try to, you know, grasp on whatever kind of fame he has because say Lonzo is a bus, right? Say Lonzo is a bus. Okay. Leangelo, your next son, it might be suspended for the entire season. And even if he comes back next year, he'll be a sophomore and most likely not that good because his projection ceiling is not even as high as Lonzo and Lonzo's already might be a bust. Just might be a bust. And then you have your youngest son, LaMelo, who might not even play college ball and he might have to play overseas because you decided to release exactly. in basketball shoes that are worth $400 or more, which is 200 times the value of basketball shoes in the market that people that play basketball play with. I have so his Kobe son can't Bryant. be in high school doing that. I play with Kobe's, and those are literally half the price of, maybe over half the price than Lamelo's shoes. And now, and he had, and not to mention, he had a full ride guaranteed scholarship to UCLA, and you tried to create this big baller brand. And now he potentially might play overseas. And this is what you started because you wanted to build something and you wanted to be different than everyone else. You wanted to create something for yourself. You had it, but you decided to take it overboard. And now it's starting to backfire in your face, LeVar. This, it, it, there comes a point where you need to just be low-key and not say too much, and and it's it's been he's he said too much, and now and now it's all Alonzo. But it but my next thing is I I need Lonzo to stop being quiet. I need Lonzo to stand up to his dad. Mate, if. If LeVar is saying something public, I need Lonzo to say something. I'm tired of the timid Lonzo because I'm tired of seeing him timid on the court. I want to see him timid. I, I want to see him at least say something in the media. Like, we're used to Kobe fucking Bryant, okay? We're used to Kobe being witty in the media. We're used to him saying things. If you have something, Kobe will outwit you. He'll say the right things, and then – He'll back it up on the court. 
Okay, this is Laker Nation. Before that, we have Magic Johnson, who would do the same. Like this is, and we're and we're building, and 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 Lonzo's supposed to be our next guy. I don't know, man. It's next hope. Yeah, you guys take <clears throat> over, man. I'm minus the Levar though would be better. <laughs> huh. Okay, so my question, my, my, question to y'all is, do y'all even think that Lonzo would have what it takes to, like, step up to his father? <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think so. <laughs> I haven't seen him even, like, if they ever ask him questions like this, my dad. But, like, I think it's going to be eventually. It's going to take some time. I mean, I don't think he'll be a a 27-year-old man and be like, no, that's my dad. Like, he's just, he's eventually, there's going to be a, there's going to come a time where he's going to be at a crossroad and he's going to have to choose, all right, do I need to make, do I need to please my organization or do I need to please my dad and the big baller brand? And I think eventually Whoa. he'll choose the Lakers because that would be the smart decision. And his dad's out of control, man. Like, well, and the well, thing is, like, said, his dad. The thing is, his dad. All he has is the big baller brand, right? Like, every every other son can fall back on their basketball or on their other brand. Like, Lonzo has other opportunities. Like, he's a brand of himself. He can do. Whatever he wants, he could do commercials, like obviously, like anything, endorse endorsements. And Lavar, this is all he has, so I feel like he's gonna try to suck everything he has out of it. Okay, well, I, I mean, I agree with everything y'all are saying. Um, I would like to say, okay, <laughs> either 20 years from now we're going to have the greatest 30 for 30 special or this is going to be a complete abomination and some other family's going to come along and we're going to say, man, they remind us of <laughs> this crazy guy named LeVar Ball who tried to get all three of his sons in the NBA and it didn't work out. So either it's going to be just historic or – it's going to be all time, like, just like a failure. Like, wait, what happened, Pat? I absolutely agree. And uh, because, I mean, when we're playing youth sports, there's always that dad, you know, like that mm-hmm. dad in the crowd. And this is the case where the, quote, that dad is like, the ultimate winner, and this is what the outcome's like. You know, we all always sort of wondered, you know, what would happen? What would, you know, what would it be like if the quote again, that dad was given, you know, the chance to get everything he wanted? But I'm sorry, man, continue. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah, like I was going to say, this, this, okay, either it's going to be historic, it's going to be the best basketball story ever told, or it's going to be just as much as a failure as the Falcons losing uh, a 28-3 lead. Like, that's what it would be the equivalent to because, man, it's just so crazy. Like, I've wanted to be so supportive of him because he is a black father, and him having the big baller brand, he would be doing something different. And 
giving uh, his sons a chance to create their own legacy, their own independency. But it's just like when he acts the way that he's been acting lately, he makes all those people on Fox Sports 1 look right. When Christy Leahy was criticizing him, uh, when uh, Jason Whitlock was criticizing him, like he makes all those type of people seem right now. And, um, you know, I, I have a friend of ours. Um, he's a Lakers fan and a uh, Raiders fan. His name is Brendan. He's in the RGR group. And he's always gone in on the ball ball. Like he always thought he was self-centered, didn't care about the Suns. And I didn't necessarily agree with it, but he's starting to look more and more right every time uh, LeVar Ball speaks because, man, he's just saying anything. Like, the man was on CNN, dude. Like, all he's done his life is basically train. Like, train his sons and train other, whatever, sports players, I guess, or kids. This dude is on CNN asking, uh, you know, the interviewer uh, to tell him thank you <laughs> because the guy's trying to get him to say thank you to Trump. Like, it's just crazy, dude. Like, he really could say anything he wants, and no one's doing anything to stop it. Like, nothing. Like, I don't even think the Lakers could put a muzzle on him. Like, I don't even think they could do anything to him beyond the scenes. And he's got that Facebook show. So he he's most likely the executive producer, I'm going to assume. So he can twist it however he wants if, if the Lakers say anything bad about him. He could just go in and show and make it seem like the Lakers – have something against them because I've seen people comment on YouTube where he said that the coaches are being soft on him, I guess, or whatever, uh, Lonzo, and some of them agree. So I think he has his own stance now. Like, I think he's got a certain amount of people who are just like, wherever LeVar says, we're going along with it. And another point I would like to see, and I'm going to have to probably go on Facebook for this, I would like to see if our buddy Ricky is still supporting LeVar Ball, Stanley. I, I would like to see if he's uh, I, I feel like still he's on his quiet, side. Man. I got, I have yeah, he check. hasn't said anything. Yeah. Yeah, we might have to get him on here just for another edition, just to see his take on this. Because he hasn't said anything, but he's always defended LeVar Ball no matter what. So I want to see, like, what his mindset is now. Yeah, let's get him on here. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, like the Lakers, they they had a good chance at uh, going a really good winning streak run. Maybe that will happen later, but, I mean, they lost to the Kings badly tonight. Uh, they almost lost to the damn Bulls. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope they beat the Clippers on, on Monday. I mean, the Clippers are going all the way down. I don't know if y'all heard, but – DeAndre Jordan is somewhat on the trade block. Uh, oh, yeah, they, no, no Beverly is yeah. out indefinitely. Yeah, for the so. rest of the season. Beverly gone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, so like we, I'm not really liking the way we're playing. I'm not really too mm-hmm. thrilled. Uh, we should be, we away. should be able to beat, we should be able to beat the Clippers. So. What did you say? I would say, why are you awake? Why am I what? You usually asleep earlier. As I was just wondering. Sorry. He's been out. I don't have work. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was out, man. And I don't work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess that's true. Yeah. 
Good form. Yes. Continue. What time? <laughs> oh, it's like two, almost two a.m. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Go ahead. Are we still on the air? Yeah, I think so. Hold on. Let me let me. I'm check. high as fuck, y'all. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we got like almost five minutes left. Basically, six minutes left. But nah, man, like, I was going to say, damn, what? I saw something else that I was going to comment on today. I don't think it was basketball-related. But I anyway, like we, we could just take the basketball. Yeah, continue. Uh, oh, what I was going to say, actually, quick uh, Raider talk, like, t- quick Raider talk. So, apparently, Kid Norton is a scapegoat, man. Okay, explain. Okay. Apparently, okay, Steve Smith, if you look at, you know how Steve Smith is a reporter now, like the the former, like, Hall of Fame yeah, receiver from the Panthers. Network. Yeah, yeah. He was saying that basically Del Rio tried to control all of the play calling. Like, he's the one that was having Sean Smith play zone when Sean Smith was really here to play man-to-man, but Del Rio always had him in positions where he was weak in zone, and that's every time he got burned for a touchdown, he was playing zone, and apparently that was Del Rio's call, and Norton Mm -hmm. didn't really have the autonomy that he was supposed to have in the play calling, Mm -hmm. and now he's being a scapegoat. When Del Rio mm-hmm. was the one who really is responsible for that defense, so if that's true, mm, that doesn't sit well with me. Clearly, but I don't know. Well, that's something. That's gonna. Look, that's something we're about to find out. He's he's one year away from being on the hot seat. So, regardless of what happens this season, if they start off. Bad next season, yeah, he's automatically on the hot seat about to get fired. Because, notice, look, obviously y'all said earlier that the Raiders didn't have a good defense, but I still had them winning the division because I thought their offense was going to be just as good as last year. Obviously, that hasn't happened. And to be completely honest, if Marshawn Lynch didn't have the name that he has right now, he would have been cut already. Like, I'm I'm just being honest, he would have been cut already, like, so he's gotten lucky, and they need to get another running back in the draft. They need to get someone who can make Marshawn Lynch uh, more of a uh, like a rotational uh, back or whatever. And yeah, I mean, there's obviously some other stuff they got to work on. I think they'll yeah, they're definitely going to win this week because Paxton Lynch is their quarterback, and all their quarterbacks are trash. So yeah, that's a win for them. But I mean, at the end of the day, like the Raiders. Man, this is this, man. This is a very disappointing season uh, for them. And uh, yeah, man, I, it, it sucks for Raider fans, man. Because here we go, another year of uh, disappointment after having that one year where it looked like they were about to shoot up and Derek Carr had got injured. So yeah, man, it it sucks. But uh, yeah, man. Hopefully, hopefully they can make the rest of this season worth uh, y'all while, as far as Raider Nation goes, and not make it uh, 
as disappointing as it's been already, dude. So that's that's what I got to say about the race. Oh, that's what I was going to say. The Chiefs got Darrell Revis. I'm like, God damn, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. They just got Darrell Revis. <laughs> wow. I know who that is. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, yeah, he's on the backside of his career, but he can still contribute somewhat enough because the Chiefs, you know what's funny? The Chiefs are finally playing the way that I thought they were going to play. Like, I thought they were going to be inconsistent like this from the get-go, and they weren't. And now they've fallen down, and it's like, well, they can't afford to lose another game or else all these fans are going to start cheering for Patrick Mahomes. But, yeah, I think Alex Smith is on his way out either way after this year. You think he's out either way? Yeah, I think so. Mahomes because I think they sitting there. Yeah, I I think they've seen enough to be like, okay, like this is not working out. Like, dude, they started out what, like five and zero or something, four and zero, and like they're like That's six and three, almost six and four with, with Alex Smith, man. Like, yeah, every year. And if that's the case, you might as well start with a young uh, rookie quarterback who has a better arm. Yeah, he's going to make some mistakes, but he can also help out with his legs as well. So it won't be the end of the world. <laughs> Man, how much time we got left? Uh, like 20 seconds left. We can get off now if you want. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to talk. I'm about to be out. All right. I'm going to knock out. All right, man. We out, y'all. Guys, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, y'all.